parlays, player props, and predictions. The four Ps are back for week five. And last week, we had an electric week. We cashed out our Moneyline parlay at plus 633. Let's do it again on Sunday. Today, I'm going to have my four favorite player props, another Moneyline parlay, and a first touchdown score for Sunday night football. And we have a brand new segment debuting this week. Stay tuned for that. But without further ado, my name is Austin from Calling Our Shot. I appreciate you guys for coming out for this video. And you guys have been smashing the subscribe button and the like button all season long. Keep doing those two things if you are new. And if you're curious and you haven't watched my week five best bets video, which got posted on Wednesday with my favorite best spread picks for Sunday, definitely go check that out. We've been doing pretty good on spread and over under picks this far this season. If you ever want any exclusive deposit matches or risk-free bets, definitely go down below. Look at all the different links we have. All the details are in the description. Go check it out. But without further ado, let's start off with some player props. I'm to go to the Sunday night football game. I'm taking Joe Mixon, taking his over 20 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 on DraftKings. Now on Thursday night football, we took a guy's over 20 and a half receiving yards in Paris Campbell, and he got it done in overtime. Let's hope Joe Mixon doesn't have to wait until overtime for this one. But you look at Joe Mixon, here's the, here's the trend for you. He went over in weeks one and two, and then went under in weeks three and four. So by law, he's got to go over in the next two weeks, right? But you look at Joe Burrow and what he did against the Ravens last year. I mean, look at the numbers, 941 passing yards in two games. T Higgins and Jamar Chase accounted for 582 of those 941 yards. And the Ravens have allowed the most passing yards so far this season, but I don't see a world in the divisional game where they let Joe Burrow and the Bengals come out and just abuse their secondary. I just don't. I mean, you look at the Ravens, they, they've heard and they've seen all the numbers. They can't play worse than they did last year. I think they're going to come out and play some inspired football. But that likely leads to them playing deep and not letting you know Jamar Chase and T. Higgins get back get past get past them. So I think we see some soft coverage and I could see some passes going to Mixon's way. You look at Mixon; he's played 83% of the snaps so far this year, or last week, 74% on the year. So he's out there a whole lot. And Mixon quietly hit this over in five of his last six games versus the Ravens. While he hasn't had a lot of success on the ground, which a lot of teams don't. Baltimore is one of the better run defenses in the league, but he's had a lot of success through the. And I think you can get that done this week. Now, Mixon's, re Mixon's reception line sitting at three and a half, even value on each side, minus 110. And look at since 2019, Mixon, when he has three or more receptions, which he's done in 20 games, hit the over in 13 of those 20 games. That's 65%. And if he gets up that four plus receptions, which would be hitting that over at minus one to odds, he has a 73% conversion rate of hitting this over. So look at running backs against Baltimore done pretty well. You look at Devin Singletary last week, four receptions for 47 yards from Andre Stevenson at it. Raheem Mostert, Brees Hall, Michael Carter, all these guys have hit this over first Baltimore this year as a running back coming out of the backfield. I think Joe Mixon could certainly get it done. All it needs is one reception and that he could potentially take that for 25 yards, but I think it's a couple more than one. So Joe Mixon, over 20 and a half receiving yards. That's my Sunday night football play. We'll talk about a first touchdown score in a little bit. Now let's go to another star running back taking his rushing yards and that's Dalvin Cook. We're taking over 77 and a half rushing yards. Minus 115 on DraftKings. I think Dalvin's doing a pretty big day. And for all the people that have him in fantasy football, you're going to be treated nicely because I have him in a couple leagues and he's been hurting me good. But so far this year, look at his rushing yard numbers, 90, 17, 96, and 76 so far this season. And he's going to be taking on the Bears this weekend. And that's great for him because the Bears give him up the most rushing yards per game in the NFL at 133 or 183.3. Running backs versus the Bears this year, look at the numbers. 146 rushing yards for Saquon last week, 80 for Damian Pierce the week before, 132 for Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon even pitched, I think, almost 60 in that game. And the 49ers didn't have a workhorse back in that week one as they had Trey Lance there, but they ran for 176 yards in week one. Now, Dalvin has hit this over in four straight games versus the Bears, so he has their number. And despite having that shoulder injury, still locked 62% of the snaps last week and saw 20 
of the Vikings' 23 rushing attempts. So if they're going to run the ball, it's likely going to be through him and not Alexander Madison. You look at his rush attempts line, set at 17 and a half, juiced on the over, probably goes up to 18 and a half. Let's reduce that down to 15. In his last 25 games with 15 plus rushing attempts, hit the over in 20 of those 25 games. The Vikings, minus 350 on the money line. Well, I'm not saying the Vikings easily win this game or whether they, you know, cover the spread. If they do win, Dalvin has hit this over in nine of their last 10 victories. I think they should get it done. Should at least have some positive game script coming his way. So I like Dalvin Cook to get over 77 and a half rushing yards. Maybe even gets over 100. His only miss that he didn't get hit that in the Saints victory was last week when he missed by two yards against a very good Saints defensive front. That's not what he's going to see this week in, uh, from, from the Bears. So give me Dalvin Cook over 77 and a half rushing yards. Now let's move on to another play, player prop who's due a bounce back in week five. That's Devontae Smith of the Eagles. We're taking his over 51 and a half receiving yards. It's minus 110 on BetMGM. Now, last week we saw Devontae Smith put up a dud. Only 17 yards, three catches, four targets, and the weather wasn't great. There were some iconic uh, clips that went out that he was complaining about it being cold. That shouldn't be the case in Arizona. They play in a dome, slash I think they can open the roof, but either way, he's going to be pretty good. He won't be cold in this game. And look at the same kind of scenario happened in week one. He had a big zero yards, and then they said, we got to get him the ball. That's what he did the next two games, 80 and 169 receiving yards. Hopefully do that again in this one. Now, Arizona has a lot of the fifth fewest rushing yards this season, and that's slightly deflated thanks to the Panthers running for like 40 yards last week but Arizona has a decent defensive front led by JJ Watt and prior to last game when they faced the Cardinal or the, the Carolina Panthers they'd also been allowing 281 passing yards per game which will be third most in the NFL so you can beat them in the air and I think that's what we're going to see out of the Eagles on Sunday now you look at Devontae Smith's other lines which I like to kind of use to kind of be a breakdown for how the books think he's going to perform his three and a half receptions over sitting at minus 135 in DraftKings. I see sharper books at minus 160, minus 170. So I imagine that climbs up to that value. So let's look at Devontae Smith. He's at this over 51 and a half receiving yards and 11 of 14 career games with three plus receptions. Now keep in mind, three only three receptions would cash that under for his receptions, which let's say he gets up to four or more, hit this in a perfect 10 of 10 in his career. I think he gets four receptions after a bounce, after a low kind of volume day. Last Sunday, I think he gets back to the groove of what we've seen out of him in weeks two and three it's also worth noting the cardinals have done a pretty good job on number one wide receivers you saw them clamp up cooper cup he only had like 44 receiving yards you saw them do well against Devontae adams large in part they did well because it was byron murphy jr he's been pretty good so far shutting down that opposing number one imagine he goes to aj brown see uh, Devontae smith have a pretty good day so we'll be riding with them i think the cardinals actually can keep or stick around in this game and not make it a blowout like we've seen the eagles do over the past couple weeks so give me Devontae smith over 51 and a half receiving yards all takes is one thing he gets at least three or four catches on Sunday now my final player prop of the week we're going across the pond and going to London as we'll be taking Aaron Jones over 57 and a half rushing yards minus 115 on BetMGM now Jones and the Packers like I said are in London so if you're potentially watching this after you know they kick off at 9 30 Eastern time you can skip forward a couple minutes to that money line parlay and what in the new segment but let's talk about Jones and hopefully he's treating us nicely if you're watching this after the game's already started but you could go AJ Dillon or Aaron Jones here but I like the explosiveness from a, uh, from a guy like Aaron Jones who could get this in one run with just one carry. Look at his game log so far, 49, 132, 36, and then 110 rushing yards. 
6.8 yards per carry is what I like to see. And what I also like to see is he's had 12 plus carries in three straight games. So if he can continue that volume, I think he's got a good chance. Now, obviously, you know, he's gone over than under, over than under. And, you know, he did go over last game, but, and he didn't go up. He did go under in that Bucks game, but Bucks have a very good, you know, defensive front. So I think he should get back into the groove. And you look at the time, he's been splitting time with AJ Dillon, but still playing 61% of the snaps. And Jones hit this over 57 and a half yards in 16 of his last 25 games with eight or more rushing attempts. I think Jones at least gets eight, hopefully more than that, maybe 12 to 13, 14, 15. We should easily be able to crush this line. He's also hit this over in 11 of his 13 games with 13 or more carries, which he's done twice this season. So I really think Jones has a good chance against this Giants front, which Giants defense, allowing the fifth most rushing yards per game in the NFL. I don't think they're going to be able to stop this uh, Packers offensive line, which has been slightly improving and getting their guys healthy. And look, every running back with 10 or more carries versus the Giants this year has hit this over. That includes a guy like Tony Pollard, which, you know, doesn't get a lot of touches, but did in this in a game versus the Giants. He had 105 yards versus them in week three. So I really do think the Packers, we're going to see some positive game script as the Packers are eight point favorites. So they should be up. And even if they aren't, they shouldn't be getting blown out. They should be still sticking to the run given their wide receiver depth. So I really love Aaron Jones. I think he gets it done over 57 and a half rushing yards. I think he has a pretty good day across the pond. Now, my, that was my four player props. I do have a fifth. I did post this on Twitter. Tyler Higby over four and a half receptions. I don't want to really include it in this video, but I want to at least put it out there in case the line is still favorable for you. It was minus 137 on Caesars at the time of posting. I imagine it goes up to like minus 160, minus 170, which might be a little bit too juice, but I think he gets that done. Now let's move on to a money line parlay. Last week, we smacked it plus 633 let's do it again we're going plus four five forty six odds in these four te five teams we're going vikings patriots 49ers rams and ravens now vikings taking on the bears i think they get that done the bears have been very anemic offensively so far to start the year and while the bears might cover this for no reason i do think the vikings get that done now patriots look i i will give you a spoiler for my week five best bets video I like the Patriots on the spread. I think they get the win against the Lions. Then the 49ers versus the Panthers. Look, maybe the Panthers cover, but it's going to take a miracle. The 49ers are a much better team. Headed top to bottom. I think they get that done. Rams money line versus the Cowboys. Can Cooper Rush stay undefeated? I don't think so. I think the Rams coming off a bounce back. We'll get it done. And the Ravens taking on the Bengals. I think a little bit of revenge for that Ravens team as they lost both games. They got blown out by the Bengals both last year. Plus, the Ravens have been just losing close games. I think they get it done at home. And plus, if we ever get to the Sunday Night Football and we hit the other four, you can always hedge and get guarantee some profit. So definitely something you can check out. We'll see exactly when Sunday night football comes around. But speaking of Sunday night football, my first touchdown score, and I bet you guys want to know who it is. Now we did miss our Thursday night touchdown score as no touchdowns were scored. But we like Mark Andrews on this Sunday night game. Now, I don't really have odds for him at the moment, but let's talk about why we like Andrews. Now, he has three touchdowns this year, so he's got some touchdowns. And last week, had a bad week. Two receptions, 15 yards against the Bills, good defense. I think they try to get him going early in this one. And he had 125 yards and a touchdown in his last game versus the Bengals. And I just think he's going to be in there at the goal line in case it's like you're running, you know, full. You have no wide receivers. It's just going to be tight ends and linemen. He's going to be in in those situations, and he'll be in an obviously all-passing situation. So Mark Andrews, could he sneak into the end zone? First touchdown, I think so. Caesars is the only book with odds right now, but I don't really like Caesars' first touchdown odds. So maybe wait until we get better odds. Obviously, tweet out the odds I take on at Call on Our Shop. Make sure you're following us. Now, let's move on to the new segment, and I'm sure you're going to be waiting for this one. But I'm going to title this, Make It Make Sense. The purpose of this is to find lines that haven't hit all season long. And I'm not talking like, oh, we're going to take Marcus Mariota under 300 yards at minus like 500. 
talking about lines that are even value on each side, minus 110 to minus 130, that haven't hit at all this season. And we're just gonna see what happens if you were to take the opposite. Now, we're looking at these. These are the three that I found on the slate. Brian Tannehill's over in rushing yards, Dallas Goddard's under in longest reception, and Dalvin Cook's over in longest rush. Now, please don't take any of these. We're just doing this as an experiment. I'm gonna be honest, I'll probably sprinkle on a parlay of all three hitting. But if you look at on the screen, all three of these have not hit at all this season. They're both, all three are 0 and 4. So if you were to take these exact props, just as straight bets, you'd be 0 and 12 this season. You'd be losing the shirt off your back. But there's a reason they're set this high. I don't really know, or low. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. We're just gonna see how this segment pans out. I have some homework for you guys. If you have any props that you see haven't hit at all this season, or you know, right around that minus 110 to minus 130, drop them down below in the comments. I'll throw them into a spreadsheet, see how these do. I'm just purely seeing, trying to see if the books are handing out free money, if they're trying to trap people into these lines. So these are the three I'll track, plus any others you guys leave down below in the comments. But that's gonna do it for this video. My four player props, first touchdown score, money line parlay. Let's have a great Sunday. I appreciate you guys as always for coming out to the video. I have some more videos popping up on the screen, plus Monday Night Football Best Bets will be live later on on Sunday night. We appreciate you guys as always. I'm Austin, and I'm signing out. Peace.